Welcome back to the link where we're doing the intro and we're singing stuff about the guest and the topic and I don't know where this will go but we're gonna do it nice and slow this week. That was pretty good. I mentioned last week I wanted to do a theme song. Haven't quite gotten there yet but we're working on some stuff. In the meantime you're gonna get these little ditties which is pretty nice. Before I get to this week's guest and everything about him I kind of want to talk about how we got here. I was resistant to Zoom podcasts in the beginning. I thought the audio would be kind of worse and there would just be some pitfalls that I didn't want to do and I just enjoy in person a little more, frankly. Uh, and maybe this is more of a peek behind the curtain than anyone needs for the podcast, but I think it's relevant for this episode anyway. And I decided to just do it a couple times and I'm enjoying it. It, it actually sounds pretty good. I don't think anyone thinks it's worse in any way, which is all I really care about. So if it allows me to get some cooler guests, which I think we've lined up for not only this episode, but a couple in the future, which I'm excited about, then uh, it's just a byproduct of the way the times are and and I'm all for it. So, But let me know what you think. If you can notice a difference between the Zoom ones or the in-person ones or the solo ones or how long or short an episode is, I want to hear all of that. I want people to like this. Uh, I do it for myself, truthfully, because I enjoy doing it a lot, but everyone wants to be listened to and to have the people listening enjoy what they're listening to. So I'm working hard on that and let me know, help me. But the reason I say all of this is because this week I had Tom Bates on. He's an animator and a million other things, which we will talk about in a couple of minutes. And the way I found him was through my favorite podcast, Take Your Shoes Off with Rick Glassman. If you haven't heard of that, you should check it out for sure. It's hands down probably my favorite thing out there right now. Show, music, TV. I love it. I watch it every week and it's hilarious, but it is also very real. He blurs this line between really silly and then very emotional and serious, but they happen at the same exact time. It's a very interesting thing. Also, it's on YouTube, so there's a lot of visual stuff to it, which I'm very jealous of and I would love to get to eventually. And that's where Tom comes in. He does all the animations for Rick's podcast. And since I think that adds so much to the podcast itself and makes it what it is, I really wanted to talk to Tom about all that kind of stuff. So if you're listening and you're wondering why are they talking about goblins and peeing on people and all that kind of stuff, and why is there goblin poop in the title, uh, go to our social media at the link underscore podcast. I will have posted by the time you're listening to this, there will be a video of some of Tom's work on Rick's podcast so you can see what we're talking about. Although I do recommend going and watching the full episodes. They're great. But at least I'll give you a glimmer of how this whole thing works. So you're not wondering what on earth we're talking about. It's very hilarious and very well done. So I do want everyone to go see that if you can check it out. But also... That podcast is one of the reasons I started this one. I've been thinking about doing it for years, honestly. And then I always got caught up with like, what's the topic going to be? Who am I talking to? What's the name? What's the logo? Do I have a partner? How do I use the equipment? How do I do all this kind of stuff? And it just stopped me from doing it. And one day I just realized through watching Rick's podcast and a few others and them talking about their own podcast and their experience on it, that everyone's going to have a struggle here and there. It's never going to be this perfect thing. You're not going to have the moment where you figure out, this is exactly what I want to do. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to listen. I'm going to be a millionaire. It doesn't, it's impossible. You just got to start doing it. And so 
through some of the conversations he had on the podcast about these kind of things, which I found very interesting, and if you don't, you've probably turned it off by now and won't even get to the interview, then I just kind of thought, just go do it. Just start doing it. And that was 12 weeks ago, and here we are. So there was my motivation. So yeah, Tom was cool enough to agree to do it. We talked all about how he got here and how you end up as the person drawing goblins for a, a podcast. And I'm jealous because he's got a cool gig and he's got a lot of talent and he's made some films that we talked about, which I'll put in the description. So definitely check those out. And um, I guess that's all I got. Longest intro ever, though. So that's a milestone that we can all celebrate together. All right, get to it. Get to the thing. Get to the thing. All right, here we go. Tom Bates. First, we got to pay the bills, though. But then in 90 seconds, you're getting all the good stuff. All right, here we go. Tom, thanks for doing this, man. Thank you so much for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. I reached out on Instagram because I'm a huge fan of the Take Your Shoes Off podcast with Rick Glassman. And I understand that you do the animations for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's me. Uh, so one of the episodes, I can't remember which one, he posted your Instagram handle on there. And I just like the podcast so much because it is so visual. And there are yeah, these yeah. silly visual gags and stuff. And when he posted that, I was like, I got to know more about this guy um, because you're posting. I mean, for people who haven't watched, I'll put the links in the description, but you're doing a lot of flying goblins, pissing on people and really oh, yeah. ultra silly stuff. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it gets out there. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to bury the lead because that is how I know you. And I want to talk some about that and then some about other things because I understand there's more to talk about. Um, but what is that like to, how did this start and how did you meet this comedian? And he says, can you draw me some goblin dicks? Like what happened? How did, yeah, how did this I go? Mean, it's weird. I was just looking up how long, how long ago it was I started. And it was like, hold on, I got it written down. Something like May, the beginning of May last year. And, um, well, how it happened was I was doing, um, you know, Fiverr. Yeah. I was doing Twitch animations on Fiverr. And I got so stressful and uh, eventually I just kind of, I got to a point, I was watching the podcast as I was doing it. And then I, in one episode, he was talking about this, like the scene of him as if he was animated. This is what it would look like. It was Wait, like him talking I, about his friends. I need to stop like, you because I wrote this down and we might be talking about the same exact one. Is it the one in the intro when he says he's gone on a surfboard and he has like big pecs or something silly happens? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so funny that we're talking about the exact same one. Okay, so that was your yeah. first one that you did. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So I saw that and I thought, because at the end of, of what he said, he was like, it would be funny if that was animated and as if we have the budget. Right. So as I was so as I was doing my Fiverr stuff, I was like, I had so much work going on with Fiverr and I just thought, I really don't want to do this, but I really thought. <laughs> so I just I just made this little clip of, um, of that section of, of his podcast animated. I put that out on Instagram and I tagged him. And then how I think it happened was um, I sent him a message along with it saying, if you ever need an animator, I'm your guy. Perfect. And I think, uh, I think, I think Betty's, I think Betty saw it as well, his girlfriend. And uh, either she woke him up or something to show him it or something. And then uh, he started just messaging me how much he loved it. And then I was just on board from, from, that, from that day forward, I think. Wow. Just, so you were just a fan that was watching it and thought, I could do this. Yeah. I mean, 
he, he seemed like the kind of guy that would love cartoons anyway. So right. He just kind of goes hand in hand. Totally. That is really funny. I'll post some clips that have your stuff in it so people can watch easily. But I want to go back because we're skipping like so far. So <laughs> how do you, I've always wanted to know how to animate because in my head, I have these funny scenes that go on. Like right now, literally, I'm thinking about if I were like walking along as a cartoon in Goodfellas, <laughs> like the opening scene where he's like, I've always wanted to be a gangster, but I, mine is animation, I guess. To be able to take silly thoughts and put them on paper is a really cool thing. So that is what yeah. I want to talk about with you for sure. And how did you get to that point? So, and you also do a lot of things. You've made films. Did you go to film school? I did, yeah, for four okay. years. Great. So you've made films, you do animation. I've seen you done some music stuff too on your Instagram. So like, what do you consider yourself? <laughs> An artist, I guess? Uh, I have no idea, man. Okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's kind of the worst situation to be in to have so many things because it's kind of the idea to have one thing. I guess animation is kind of at the moment, but yeah. It is interesting, but it's not a bad thing at all to have many hobbies that you're good at and are interested in. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> in this world today, like you said, on Fiverr yeah, yeah. and stuff, you can kind of do anything you want anyway. Yeah, it's true, yeah. I guess the, the goal is to have all, all hobbies monetized in some way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As long as you're getting paid for it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so you, I asked you to send me some of the things you have done. And one of the first ones is, this was the end of your film school. This was like your final, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it was called Cash Toroid. It was a short film, which I really <laughs> enjoyed. And it's on YouTube. So I'll put the link for everyone to watch. That's crazy. <laughs> it, it was cool because... I liked the device of it opens with you in the classroom, I guess, mimicking the fact that this is a film school final <laughs> and kind of like using that as a device to narrate the entire film. Yeah, yeah. Did you pull that from anywhere? Because it reminded me of something, but I was curious where you got that from. Well, what was funny is it didn't, it didn't start like that. It started as just like literally the film as it, as it was. And I, as I was uh, ed editing it, it took so it took so long to edit, man. Uh, it, it, it was it was a complete nightmare. I know nothing about editing, and it takes me forever to edit just this, and there's no video, <laughs> so I know exactly how you feel. And along the way, somewhere along the way in editing, I just kind of realized how I just realized I came across some plot holes and just things that didn't really make any sense. And uh -huh. I just thought the best way to handle this was to address it literally in the film as is as me narrating it as, <laughs> right. as like um, this film project going on in my class yeah because it gives you this it's not that it becomes a spoof but it becomes part of the charm of the film that right. you're having to explain it as you go along yeah <laughs> it reminded me a lot of like a guy Ritchie kind of thing oh cool which yeah, is yeah as nice of a compliment as I can ever give anyone, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because he always does like some kind of, the story isn't the story, it's someone telling the story, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really like that. But it was it was definitely fun. The music was cool, it added some pace. I love short movies, and I think they're harder to do in some ways. So definitely check that out if you're listening. It was cool, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> no problem. Um, I also went back to some things on your drunk animator YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I really like that stuff too. My favorite was, uh, I think it was like five years ago, but it was, you did a couple on like Star Wars <laughs> and there was like a Batman versus Superman one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a bunch of questions. I just think it's cool that you're able to do that in the first place. But are you, how are you able to pull that off? Do you need rights or do you not care? And you just did it 
and just posted oh, it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, it, none, none of it was monetized. I didn't make anything from it. So there's no to worry about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But it is this funny thing where you can play up how silly these movies can be, but also oh, yeah. do your own like creative thing. Yeah, it was kind of, um, they're kind of like parodies of like just things that I thought was funny about all, all these. Um, it was kind of like mainstream stuff at the time. Like I did a Facebook one. Right. And um, all like the drama going on with SoFlo. Whoever remembers SoFlo. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And um, the Call of Duty one. There's like a bunch of stuff. But most most of the traction, funnily enough, came from Facebook. So I posted a lot of this stuff on Facebook. Oh, cool. Um, got, got some views there. But nothing ever came from it. I mean, ha- being an animator on YouTube is just kind of, why would you try at this point? <laughs> well, so, yeah, I guess. I mean, that's kind of like saying starting a podcast is the same way. There's like 2 million of them. And I decided 10 weeks ago that it was a good time to get in. Exactly, <laughs> but, right. But also, <laughs> if you're good at it and you're making stuff that at least some people like, then who cares? I think it's kind of worth doing. Right, yeah, yeah. So I started that in like the middle of film school because I think um, I think I got like creatively... Um, there wasn't really much going on at the time. So I just thought, that's, that's the thing with animation. You could just do it whenever you want because you could control everything and it's all, it's just so great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm jealous of is like, there's no constraints. You don't have to go film. You just, whenever you have time, that's, right. when, that's when we progress. Exactly. <laughs> but where is the line for you between doing animation and then doing live film? Does it matter? Do you like one more than the other? I, I always saw them as kind of the same thing there's a lot more that you can get away with in, in animation. Yeah. Um, but I don't really see myself as like an animator per se, because it's, it's kind of just, I'm just, I'm just drawing actors and I'm just saying the lines of these animated characters. But with, that's, with animated stuff. isn't that what animation is? I suppose, but it's like <laughs> the way that I do it is very kind of still as if, as if it was real, but it just happened to be animated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But I think now there are so many different types of animation that are popular that that's fine. That's just your lane. I wouldn't say that like Rick and Morty has unbelievable animation, but that's part of the charm of it is that it looks almost hand-drawn kind of at times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It, it You just have to find your own niche, I guess. But if that's your thing and you're good at it, then I think it's <laughs> totally fine. Are you a fan yeah. of like a lot of animated shows? I would say a lot, but definitely, um, definitely Rick and Morty and uh, Simpsons, Family Guy, South Park, you know, the regular stuff. Right. I just watched Star Wars, The Clone Wars on Disney Plus. Oh, and right. Yeah, yeah. That to me is like, I guess the other end of the spectrum. This is animated, but it's it's. It's barely animation because you're doing sweeping camera shots and like covering right. so much ground. I It doesn't even make any sense in my head how that works, which I also love, but it does lose the charm of feeling homemade kind of. Mm. So I guess there's room for both. Yeah. Is that the early 2000s kind of Clone Wars animated series? It continued and they did a season uh, two years ago. Right, yeah. And then they just released one yesterday, which is a sequel series. I don't know when this is getting released, but yesterday, May the 4th is when it came out. And, right, right. And the animation is like, it's almost like you're not, you're watching real life somehow and it's so fluid, but it does create this weird thing in my head of like, I don't understand how people do this and I can't keep <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. But for yours, how do you, is it hand-drawn? In like, what kind of software are you using to get this stuff onto the screen? Um, I use Adobe Animate. 
and After Effects. So if you imagine like a key, they, they, they go from like keyframe to keyframe. So it's it, the, the program does it for you for, mo for most of these uh, animations these days. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really, I never really got into that. I, I was always, there's like the traditional style, which is you kind of draw a keyframe and then you draw another keyframe and then you draw all the in-betweens so that it does, it, that, that gives it that handmade look. Almost like yeah. uh, those old school flip books that you were able right. to, yeah, it's, it's, except better yeah, than it's that. It's all, it's all very- So disrespectful for me to say that, <laughs> but like, I think that's cool. <laughs> no, at all. That, that it's, it has yeah, a different yeah. feel to it, you know? Yeah, it's definitely like, it hasn't really changed much, to be honest, the, to the traditional way of doing it. It's just, it's just now digital. You just have like a keypad and you have, you have an eraser tool, which is the absolute, just the magic. I don't know what the hell I'll do without an eraser tool. <laughs> <laughs> this is such an objective question, but I guess I, I would like to know how long it takes you to create some kind of something. Like if Rick were to say that he wants a goblin to fly in, do something and then fly out, how long would it take you just to create that one little 10 second scene? Oh, 10 seconds. Oh, fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or however long, you know. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's always longer than I think. I know okay. that much. Um, I mean, the good the good thing is I have a bunch of like preset goblin poses. So I have like a, a full 360 scan of the goblin at the, at the moment. Smart. So I can like kind of copy and paste here and there. But if it's something like him, like pooping on someone. Right. And, and the, the poop has to track on their face like everybody's <laughs> face is different right, so every right, track right. is going to be different so I, st I can't i can't exactly copy every poop and paste it into you know sure so it has to be original poops <laughs> original poops every time i don't really know how long that would take i mean something like a 10 second goblin poop maybe two or three hours oh okay so it's intensive work i mean because if this is going to be creative even if it's scanned in it requires right. everyone is going to be different a little bit. So no wonder he complains about uh, not wanting to do it too much on the podcast because he's going to have to pay you for three <laughs> hours of work. <laughs> yeah. Understood. <laughs> also, people who haven't listened or watched his podcast are now yeah. like, what the fuck are you guys <laughs> what talking What the hell is about? going on? <laughs> but I swear, it's really funny. It really is my favorite podcast, so you should go watch it. On that note, I guess... I assume you don't have a ton of creative control, or I don't know if you do. Does he come to you and say, this is exactly what I want, can you draw it? Or are both of you like, well, what if it looked like this? And what if we did that? How does that work? And is one better or worse for you than the other? Well, I think um, I think Rick, I mean, he's, he's, he's such a hard worker because all he does all week is is the podcast, basically. Right. And I was, he's filming a TV show at the same time. Like, I have Which no idea crazy. how he does both of these things at the same time. Yeah. And uh, so, so he films an episode every week and then either, I think either two weeks or three weeks before is like that, that episode three weeks before he gives to me. So he's always got like two or three backed up and then he gives it to me on like, on like a Friday and then I animate on the weekend and then it comes out on the Monday. That's a quick turnaround. But yeah, he gives me the, yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. So because it's so quick, he, uh, well, he gives me he gives me the, the whole podcast the episode then he gives me the premiere pro timeline and he gives he has like notes on the on the timeline of where each animation bit goes okay and then like the descriptions of each animation and uh a lot of it i just i just follow exactly what he does and if i have any questions i just message him um but sometimes every every now and then i i, I come up with something like maybe this would work or that would work but there's lots of compromises um 
like say if, if he wants lots of poop on someone like he'll <laughs> he'll say he'll say absolutely covered in shit as like a note i go oh jeez am i gonna have enough time to, to to animate all this shit i could do three or four poops but i don't know about 10 or 12 <laughs> exactly because it, yeah. sometimes it covers the whole body and, and everybody's moving so i've got to track each arm and each each body fat yeah are you so are you doing all of his animations well there, there's a um a lot of the time it's, it's goblin poop and and goblin stuff and and characters like sometimes he has like justin timberlake pop up or right something. yeah that's what i was gonna ask so that's you also obviously yeah 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 but sometimes right. i do sometimes i do like graphic stuff like title stuff sometimes or if, it, or if it's like an effect like him pissing his pants or something or... <laughs> right so anything that's animated is mostly you yeah yeah <laughs> which is abundant in that podcast which is why it's great so that's why i appreciate your work because it's like <laughs> it, it sure he's the creative mind behind a lot of it but it mm -hmm. wouldn't be what it is without all of those insane things being followed through upon. Yeah, yeah. Which makes it, it is a collaborative effort. I, I didn't oh, totally. want to say you like work for Rick, which I guess you do, but <laughs> also- It doesn't feel like it, work. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And that's, that's the main thing is that it doesn't, it, it's always like, because it's, because like, like I could see a note and I can be like in my mind, like, okay, that's going to be funny. So then it's not, it doesn't feel like work. It's just a breeze just working on it because I know that at the end, somebody out there is going to laugh at this and that, that right. makes it worth it. <laughs> yeah, you're just doing it for the laugh. Yeah. Well, it works because it makes me laugh if nobody else. <laughs> 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 but that does bring me back to the film thing because when you're creating your own movie or your own short or any kind of video, you do have all the creative control. And so right. does that feel different to do? Right, yeah. Well... I've always I've always believed that director is God. Right. So omnipotent. Yeah. Which is which isn't exactly the best position to take in film school because everybody's <laughs> there. Nobody's getting paid in a film school, you know? <laughs> it's like so Yeah. I, it's I, like I mean, you're I, that, uh, that, in a, in Avengers when Hulk is like slamming the guy and he's like, puny God. You're God, but <laughs> you're also not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right. So when it, when it when it comes to Rick, it's like I maintain that. It's like he, I, I know enough about the, the podcast to know that he knows exactly what he's doing. Right. So his judgment is like, I have enough, 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 enough belief in his judgment to know that he knows what he's doing. So I have no, like, I'm not questioning him or on anything really. <laughs> totally. Uh, and, and I would be the same exact way, but I would have to imagine that there are people, like when you're doing graphics for Fiverr, you don't feel that way about the person that you're working for. <laughs> why would you yeah <laughs> so that, that's yeah so do you take also, like yeah. more liberties and kind of feel like no this is my thing i'm gonna create it the way i like it and if you like it then whatever <laughs> i think that's where most of my frustration from fiverr came from <laughs> because uh like they ask for something and it's just a written down thing and it's like okay i know how this will look but you don't so i'm gonna have to give you sketches on things right and you may not like it, but then you're wrong about how it should look because I know how it should look, even though it's your thing. <laughs> right, exactly. You become like, who's the director here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it is this interesting thing. But that is the way any art commission type job would go, I guess. There's always going to be that conflict. Yeah, yeah. Is it something that would appeal to you to do your own, like, have you done more animated long version things or do you like keeping it short? like long form shows or movies or anything like that i think the longest animated thing i've done is probably five or six minutes maybe in total 
it just takes so long and because you have to be so dedicated to it as well it takes so long like if i were to, if i were to set out to make like there was because there was one point i was thinking about making like a pilot for an animated uh, thing right. and i was thinking this might take me like over a year to do yeah. this one thing and all the jokes i have to stick with in that 20 minute segment <laughs> of a pilot i have to keep thinking no this is funny quick this is funny you know 10 months down the line it's still funny trust me but it I is don't, i don't think i could do that yeah it's just because you've heard it too many times but no one else has but it does sound like a cool thing that i would want to watch so i think you should do it <laughs> <I think. laughs> and if nothing else in 30 years you would look back and be like well at least i tried it right it took yeah. a year but you know easy for me to say i don't have to spend the time like <laughs> it or doing it <laughs> but it would be cool and then i guess from there it's like how do you even fathom if it if we were lucky enough to get picked up right i can't spend a year doing every episode (laughs) yeah we gotta make this efficient in some way yeah exactly but then you'd you'd hire more of yourself to do it i guess yeah i think it's worth a shot i i always (laughs) feel that way about film in general it's even filming a a regular film non-animated it still takes that long yeah it is the same kind of process but I would have to hope that on the other end, it feels pretty good to be done <laughs> as a thing. Yeah, I mean, with film, like with real, with like live action stuff, there's lots of room for compromise and lots of things, a lot a lot more things can go wrong, I think. Because it's a miracle any time any, any film gets made, I think. Right. Yeah, totally. Like with, with animation, like it's a lot, I think, I think animation is a lot, not easier, but if you can do it, it's a lot easier. And if you know what's in your, in your head. But that also comes with this thing that's like, well, it better be perfect because I can make it perfect. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. With, with like live action stuff, if you got if you got like a mistake, some like a, a line reading, and there's no other takes that someone else it's like, well, that's the take. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's the take we're going with. You run out of money or time or anything. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is tough. It is interesting yeah. how you don't think of them as totally different things. You're watching HBO and an animated. HBO show comes on and then another show comes on and you're like, it's the same, but it's not at all. It's a totally different world. And I never really thought about how like any artist needs to be a perfectionist to a certain extent, probably, but animators must drive themselves absolutely crazy. (laughs) You included, I guess. Oh yeah. Oh man. (laughs) There's something about backgrounds that I can never get my head around, which is why I love working on a podcast because I don't have to do backgrounds. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. You're just in the foreground flying over everything. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That is with, nice. With backgrounds, you have to think about literally everything. Because if the animation is great, like a character animation is like, it looks great. The background has to look equally as great. <laughs> yeah, or you'll notice it. I guess you don't want people yeah. to like notice things almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a trick. But then again, it I don't think it ever is perfect. You're always, you could do the best possible job you can. And then you're still going to look at it in five years from now and be like, I should have fixed <laughs> this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so oh, I shouldn't have spent that much time on that thing because nobody noticed it anyway. Of course. I get that way with the podcast. Last week, at the end of some of my sentences, I started trailing out. So I started boosting the audio and then it started annoying me because it sounded boosted, but nobody knows any of this. And I'm putting four hours into fixing the last 0.1 seconds of each (laughs) sentence. And I'm like, just cut it. No one cares. (laughs) (laughs) So I totally feel you. But then again, that is what makes it good when you really do it right, I think. It's yeah, like, oh. I think so. I think it, it comes through in some way because Rick's a lot like that as well. He, he, uh, 
like um because i never noticed this because on, on his recent episode with perry who, who also edits the podcast he talks about editing because he has like a wide shot and then and then one shot on a guest and one shot on him yeah and he talks about the the, the science behind editing between each shot like that totally. and how it's very specific it's like he has to do that for like two hours for these podcasts like i, I don't know how i never thought it, about that yeah it's incredible and it pays off in the end because it looks great yeah and as a viewer you're like i never thought about it you're just watching it but there is so much work that goes into making it unnoticed which is <laughs> good and bad i guess it's kind of like yeah it's, it's such such a funny thing yeah, it really is. It's this double-edged sword where you're like, I did it. I did the thing. And everyone's like, did what? And you're like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I also noticed on your Instagram, you did some music videos, basically. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so are you doing the music or are you just doing the video? I'm doing everything. Okay. So I didn't know if you were a it's musician a, or not. Add it to the list of your potential titles, I guess. I know. It's, it's a curse. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. Because, uh, I mean, that, that's just for, for fun, I think. Because there's, like, some points where I have, like, music, then animation and film stuff. And there's, like, I, I go through my life. And it's sometimes that bar for each of these things gets to a, a low point, And I have to kind of increase that somehow. Right. And, like, cr creatively to put something out just for the sake of. Is that more because you want to stay sharp at each of those individual things or you feel like you owe it to someone to do all of them or yourself? I, I don't know. I think I just want to keep it up because I just love doing all these things at once. <laughs> yeah. You got to find a way to like somehow combine them all into one thing just to keep yourself straight. Right. <laughs> like that, uh, that's the next, that's the next phase. <laughs> yeah. Like do animated music videos for Kanye West or whatever. <laughs> dial him up he needs help i mean i got so many ideas for like things i was actually thinking of like maybe i could twitch stream myself and animating the podcast oh yeah and then also in between that because because i you watch some of these live streams of like artists doing their thing and it totally. gets boring it gets boring really fast you gotta have a thing <laughs> you gotta keep people going can't just be your hand right the whole time yeah some kind of like game show where like the audience participates in some way. And like, if I reach a certain threshold of animating a thing, I have to go do a song or I don't know, just some way yeah. to combine all of these things. That's, there's got to be some way of doing that. Interaction somehow. It can't just be like you sitting there staring at the paper. I get that. Yeah, there's so many of those. <laughs> I know, they're really, and they're popular too, which is I know. crazy to me. Uh, although yeah. it's cool to see, I do tune into some of them for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> That was cool. <laughs> it's like, when yeah. is it done exactly? Are you right, <laughs> exactly. I know. And then you get back to like, if you wanted to stitch in some animation to it, that takes forever to do. So is this even sustainable? Yeah. But then again, it goes back to, it's never going to be perfect. <laughs> so just start streaming and see what happens. Yeah. I think I you mean, stream, streaming, streaming is a whole other animal. I, I haven't tackled that at all, but I'd like to. It would definitely be a cool thing that can kind of bring it all together because your creative mind is still there. So if you decide you come up with something for a film that you want to make, but you don't even know if you will draw it out on the stream. And then if you don't do anything with it, throw it away. I don't know, but you still oh, got yeah. the stream out of it. Yeah, so exactly. Like you're working towards a thing, which would be cool. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. Cause, cause at the end of every stream, you're at least creating something. You have even a thing. If you do, yeah. You have a thing. 
totally cool. and then you can post that wherever and yeah. if that gets traction it all becomes like kind of a combined effort you know yeah yeah that would be cool um that doesn't tackle any of the filmmaking unfortunately so you're still gonna have <laughs> time for that <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah i know i can't fix all of them. <laughs> it's i tell everyone that i talk to basically these days since i started doing the podcast it's a cool creative outlet if nothing else if no one ever yeah. listens to it i think it's cool to look back on in 20 years like i have home movies basically yeah um, yeah i think i think that's the most important thing is to do it to do it for yourself yeah, just to have it. Anyone who has a talent like yourself or a couple other people that have come on the podcast, I'm always like, just just do the thing. It doesn't matter. The rest will figure out how successful it is or if anyone likes it. That isn't even part of the control that you have. You just kind of have to go do it. And Exactly. At worst, you put a poster on your wall of a goblin shitting on somebody and you're like, I did this. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I do want to wrap, but... I'm a fan of yours and this was fun. Thank you for doing it. And oh, uh, thank you so much. Yeah. I'll be looking forward to anything you put out and I'll put all the links in the description so people can watch and all that kind of stuff. But I encourage you to go do whatever you think is good because I'm enjoying what you're putting out. So if no one else, you have a fun. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, man. No this problem. Great. <laughs> no problem. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be an animator. Cue the music, a little crooner jingle going on in the background. That's what I was trying to explain during the interview, but I did a terrible job of it. But I really would love if there were a visual to this podcast that I could do the outro sequence, say that, hit a title card just like Goodfellas did. God, that movie's good. What are you going to do? One day at a time. Thank you so much to Tom for coming on. I had a really good time talking to him. It was very fun. He's a cool guy. Lots of talent. Check out all the links in the description. Please watch it. It's good stuff, I swear. Sometimes I feel self-conscious doing these things because a couple times now I've tried to like convince people and I feel preachy that they should be doing more and that they can do more. And honestly, it just comes from a place of I just think they're talented and I want to see them do more stuff. I hope it doesn't come off like holier than thou. I, I don't know anything. I just identify things that I like and I want to see more of it. And this is no different. So hopefully people enjoy that and don't think that I sound like an asshole. But I do feel like I've learned something from doing this podcast in that just do a thing. I mean, who cares? It doesn't matter if it's perfect or successful or anything. Everyone's thinking too much. Just try stuff. If you have anything you think you might be good at or interested in or have fun with even, just go do it. I bounce back and forth between like, I'm a big fan of Charles Bukowski. I've been reading a lot of his books lately. And one of the biggest things he says is don't try. It's like one of his famous quotes. And to me, it's very misunderstood because he's not telling you to be lazy or anything. He's saying don't try too hard to do a thing that you know you don't already want to do. If you have to try that hard, then it's probably not your lane. You know what I mean? You won't have this hesitation if you're doing the thing that you like. And we even touched on it earlier how... Tom doesn't feel like he's doing work when Rick asks him to draw a funny goblin because he's working towards the laugh. So he just wants the animation to be so good that the laugh is the thing that everybody gets out of it. And that's perfect to me. And it, it works here. So I am torn sometimes between the don't try too hard thing because you're forcing it and then also just try stuff. They feel like they're opposites, but I think deep down there is something where they can both work together where like... You're trying hard at the thing you want to do because you want to do it. And it doesn't feel like over-exerting because 
your end goal is always worth it. So that's kind of how I think about this. But man, maybe I should go back to the shorter intros and outros. This is just too much exposition, and I hate that in movies, and I don't know why I would like it in podcasts, but you gotta get to the end. And if people somehow waded their way through this exposition, then they deserve a word to post and tell me that they made it all the way to the end of the podcast. Man, what is it going to be this week? This is tough. I should prepare these in advance, but then they would kind of ruin some of the fun of it. It's got to be off the top. You never really know what it's going to be. Let's go with, uh, I was going to say poops, but it's too obvious. So let's go with snoops. How about that? Doesn't have to make sense. Leave me alone. And also, it provides people an opportunity to post either Snoop Dogg or Snoopy the Dog, which I never really realized is a connection. Wow, look at that. Anyway, follow me on social, like, rate, review, listen, share, like, blah, 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 the thing, and then the other thing, and then I'll see you next week.